Welcome to the fucking show. Gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another great episode of Only Bruins. I am one half of your host, Downtown Boosie Baby, and this episode is brought to you by the one and only Primetime Productions. You can follow them on Twitter at Primetime Prods. That's P-R-O-D-S at the end. Make sure you give them a follow on Twitter. They now got an Instagram page going on. It is Primetime Prods underscore find them right on instagram you can also find and then there's a link there to check out all the articles podcasts everything you need to know uh there's also a facebook page if you look up primetime productions on facebook you'll find it there but we're on instagram twitter and facebook now so uh and i think there might be a tiktok in the making i'm not 100 sure about that but go check it out a lot of exciting news patriots pod as well dropping this week i think before the i think before the home opener so make sure you go check it out follow them on instagram follow them on twitter uh like and follow whatever it means on facebook get in on that support the fellas i got my brother from another mother over here my co-host not on his phone today just here for a full epi what's going on buddy not much, man. Not much. Actually, not not much. Uh, I fucking I don't know if you saw my tweet, but I was coming out of Tim Hortons with my meal before I came over to the library so I could get some uh, potting in, and this homeless guy pulls a knife out for my Tim Hortons meal, and he's like, "Give me your Tim Hortons." Blah, blah, blah. I was like, "Buddy, I'm not in the fucking mood today." There was a <laughs> cop like right. It was right in front of the um whatever it's called like the the police walkabouts like they have those uh stapled downtown around here i was like the police station's right there fuck off i'm going to drink my coffee in peace but canada's so back i guess for football fans football bands fans football's fucking back even though i don't even know what that sport is i've never even heard of the patriots before but we're going to have a good pod here, talk a little bit of Bruins, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for all the new primetime production stuff going on. I don't know what else. Pretty much just, hopefully I can string together a couple words today on like me on the live stream last night, but we had a lot of fun doing that. Thank you to everyone that showed up as always, and uh, our, you know, we're just, we're back. We're, we're, we're getting through these dog days, and uh, yeah, that's about Goodness. it, I guess. It's really legit dog days out here. I mean, at least on on next Saturday, I go to the prospect challenge. So I think then it'll feel like the dog days are a little bit over, like seeing the prospects play in Buffalo. Oh, shit. I didn't even realize that was next weekend. Yeah, I think it's next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I believe. That's not terrible. That's fuckable. 
the Sabres are uh, live streaming it too. Yeah, I think they usually do. Mm-hmm. The Devils um, did last year, but I don't know if they're going this year. Yeah, I know. I, I I always see people complain about how it it should be streamed somehow. I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of stupid how they're how you can't stream anything, well, especially like we're trying to grow the game at every level and like get the AHL involved in the ECHL. You know, like promote these leagues, promote these young stars coming up. And there's no like you, it's so hard to watch games. It's so hard to like see clips anything like that but it's getting better definitely like when we first started podcasting trying to find stuff on prospects of videos and stuff was so hard now it's a little more uh accessible especially guys like mark over at bng um pumping out uh the po- uh, providence podcast and stuff like that so uh keep your eyes peeled because it's uh it's prospect season baby the process that's always exciting especially bruins actually have some people to pay attention to more so this year than in the past i would say i mean you're gonna get to see i don't think lysel played in it last year right no because he was already injured or he was playing in the tournament uh you'll have you know you'll have guys like and lori was nursing it or he was coming back from an injury and at college as well. So I don't know. I don't think he played in it, but you're going to get to see guys like Lorai, Lysel, Merkulov, some exciting names, Harrison. I'm Portois. excited to see Harrison. I, I'm curious about Portois because I saw he was playing scrimmage games back in Guelph. So like, I'm not, I'm not the pot, the prospect guy, but I'm, it kind of leans towards that. Like he'll be spending another year in the O and they'll push his contract. Cause if they, if they don't bring him up this year, they push, push his contract another year. So next year he'll be starting as ELC. Okay. I gotcha. So I know for the OHL, that's how it works, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, it, you know, I, I think that, that brunette kid, that defenseman people are like, um, like have high hopes for, like you said, Merkulov. I don't know if Beecher's going still, like players like that. Like remember McLaughlin went last year? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like 25. I um, love it. Yeah, I wonder when they'll put out the roster for that or if it's already out. I I don't I haven't even been paying attention. I that. haven't paid yeah, I haven't paid too much attention on uh, <laughs> like M- Mike and Sully were saying I was listening to something's brewing before this. They were talking about how there's been like five Bruins notable news dumps since July 1st. <laughs> the Swayman Frederick contracts, Chase on, uh Bergeron and Krejci retiring. And then the fifth one just happened a couple days ago. If you want to jump into it. Damn, that's that's it. But I mean, yeah, I, I think the most exciting news has <laughs> this week is uh Heinen is making his return, potentially making his return. Touch the Heine. What do you think of that? Why is this honestly with like I'm taking him over Chase on, right? Like, like oh, 100%. Montgomery coached him in college, and I think he put like 91 points up in 81 games or something like that. So, and it's funny because I think Ian Mitchell was on that team with him who was picked up in the Hall Felino trade, if I'm not mistaken. Like, I, I know that they they both played for Montgomery, I don't know if it was the same time. But there kind of seems like a like that trend that's going around the NHL where like you bring in the players that played for their college coaches. Yeah, I, and maybe there's just like some hope there. I mean, maybe in a new system as well, a guy like Heinen can. I mean, Heinen's only 28, man. I mean, you mean Bertuzzi? 
Have you seen all these comparisons to Bertuzzi? Oh, like yeah. The exact same <laughs> yeah. player analytically. I was like, dude, this is going to set Bruins Twitter on fire. Okay, I'm but a, th- a third, okay, a third line that consists of, let's say, 3.5 million of Frederick, Geeky, and Heinen. Do you hate that? Like, Heinen will probably come in at 900K. Yeah, I know. I, I definitely don't hate that. I would prefer a guy like Lauku there. Yes, yeah, same. Uh, but it, it's more and more feeling like Greer's the guy on his way out of the roster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Shan's going to kill us too because I feel like we sound like a broken record at this point because every and week he, we're basically saying Greer, like, uh, I know. All signs are pointing to Greer as, like, kind of the odd man out. Uh, but I don't know, man. Greer's about to have a kid, dude. He could get that dad mm-hmm. strength midseason. Congratulations uh, to him and his, I think, wife now, right? Wife now, yeah. Yeah, they're hot so, as fuck. Holy shit. Yeah, they're they're a hot lucky couple. <laughs> the thing is, Heinen came into the Bruins organization, like, kind of guns blazing. I mean, his rookie, his full rookie season, played 77 games and had 47 points with 16 goals, 31 assists. So showing some promise there. And I think, what, what was the stat? He had 91 points in 81 games in uh, oh, his time yeah. at Denver. Yeah. And and uh, in the last two years in Pittsburgh, he hasn't been bad. Like, I'm sh- like, I know it's they had a GM turnover, no. but like, I'm shocked no one's picked him up for like 900K. Two seasons ago, two seasons ago, he had a career high in goals in 18. He had 33 points in, uh, in 76 games. So, it's not terrible. It's serviceable. And, and Bruins that's, fans, that's something you can work with. I mean, that's he's probably he's going to be more productive. I, mean, I shouldn't say he's going to be more productive than some of these younger guys because we truly don't know. But you kind of know what you're getting there in a sense. And there's still like you almost even though he's 28 now, he's been in the league for some. I think he's been in the league for seven or eight. This will be his eighth season, I believe. Um I think we're still like gripping on to like hope for this guy that he hasn't reached his ceiling yet. I mean, it's funny because he was traded for uh, what's his face, Nick Ritchie. Was he in the Nick Ritchie trade? Yeah, it was one for one. That's because it 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 opened up a million in cap, I think, or like close to a million in cap. That's because we also traded back as for Kasha. That that trade deadline, and then in a yeah, separate we, trade, we, we traded first round pick. Yeah, that was so much fun. Um, what did it become? Didn't it become Troy Terry? Anyways, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> but uh, uh, the one thing I do remember about Heinen that I always loved is he's very much like DeBrusque. He goes into a pile on the boards and comes out with the puck almost every fucking time. He's very good at puck board battle. And that's something that could be mass. I mean, with in in Montgomery's system, I mean, puck controls key. Yeah, like I don't know, man. Playing if you get him the right centerman, like he has the potential to have another eighteen goal season. Well, then you can keep Frederick on the right. Like I don't know why, but they love Frederick on the right. Like I I heard Montgomery talking about it in that interview. He are you surprised by that? No, because I think Montgomery knows that if Frederick's a winger, he's a fringe, like he's a middle six guy. I think if he's a center, he's a bottom six guy, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, no, that makes and, sense. And and I think Monk, like Montgomery has really high praise. Like me and you said it in the playoffs when people were freaking out about Frederick not being on the fourth line. It's like he's not a fourth line player anymore. Like he, yeah. he like Montgomery transitioned his game and has a lot of faith in him and came out and even said in the end, like, I'm not playing Frederick on the fourth line. He's it's not useful minutes. No, it's it's not. I mean, it's like you're not going to call up Lysel just to give him six to eight minutes on the fourth line playing a different, completely different kind of role. And, you know, guys like that who have flashes of talent. I'm I'm also thinking more and more that Sweeney and Neely are, are they did bring in Lucic for for his play at the World Championship. But I also think they expect him to be the 13th forward a lot. Like, I yeah, think they keep Lauko and Lucic. And if, if they sign Heinen. I know it'd be tough, but I think they do still. And then they let Lee sell Greer, Merkulov, Brown, Magna, and whoever the fuck else is one of the 15th guys that are going for the bottom six. They'll start the year in Providence. Also, too, you're picking up these guys like Heinen and Chase on that if you lose in the wires, you're like, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just if it happens, it happens. It's cheap money. It's off the board. It's no longer your problem if you lose them through the wire, but I I don't I think th- there's a trade in the works though. There's gotta be. They they have to be trying to move with defensemen. I don't know. I feel like you would have seen it by now. You've had all summer. I guess. I don't know, why, man. Why it's wait just... this close to training? Yeah, you're right. You know. I'm just like confused where the money's coming from. Like, and I'm we were I was just chirping this off air, like people like saying, whoa, how are we supposed to sign Hein and we have no money? Well, you just take one of the guys you had projected in the lineup and throw them in the minors before the waiver and uh, to start the season. Because, like, people forget that, like, you have, like, four days before the season to waive guys, right? Like, before the waiver wire kicks in. Yeah. And, and another thing, too, is, like, we did not think – uh, Riley and Felina were getting waived at the beginning of last season. Like, I don't know. I just, I'm just, I'm curious to see how I mean, Donnie kinda, and Evan Gold figured it out here. Kind of had to expect Riley last year. Felina was a surprise, but he obviously, I mean, you knew both those guys were going to go unclaimed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as, Forbert gets claimed though. That's fine. I mean, it sucks kind of losing him for nothing, but that's what three points something off your uh, books. And you can ride a full twenty-three man roster without any worries about injury during, during the season. And and that probably accumulates to like seven million at the trade deadline. Which I know we might not be buyers, but it's always good to have some cash at the trade deadline. What if you want a three-way trade and get a third for taking twenty-five percent of somebody's contract? Yeah, I think, I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Yeah, so as, as far as the trade deadline, like, I mean, I don't want them to be buyers or sellers, really. You know, I, I would rather see them kind of just stamp out. Yeah. And see if anything, open do. up guys you aren't going to re sign and let some kids play at the end of the season. Like, I, I, I see us making the playoffs this year, but I know this is so far ahead, but. Uh, like there's nothing else to talk about. So my mind's been going here lately, but it's it, like to wrap it all up and all in all, like I, I really like the business that the Bruins have done this year, get a million bottom six guys. And five of these got to fucking work out or like, you know what I mean? Or six. I mean, or, you, I was, you're going to have such a gritty team. Like that's the thing. Oh yeah. I mean, it's going to be grind them out. It's, it's almost going to kind of go back to, 
the 2011 kind of seasons. I know you, you know, middle 2000s, early, like you're going to have guys like, I'm trying to think back. I mean, yeah, back then you had got you, you had Chara in his prime, but you got McAvoy in his prime right now. Um, you had Savard. I mean, granted, he was dealing with issue, uh, concussion issues. And then yeah. you had, then you had Bergeron, who's really coming into his own and he was really starting to, develop as that one C and then you obviously had guys like Krejci. So, you know, center depth is a little bit of a different story going into this upcoming season, but you had, you could roll four lines any time of the night there and you'd have a productive line out there. And I think that's what you're going to see with the Bruins. I mean, we all remember their Merlot line. I mean, hockey is a totally different game now than it was in 2011, 2010, 2013, whatever year you want to go back to. But you all remember the Merlot line. And then you remember signing, like making a trade for a guy like Chris Kelly at the trade deadline. Not as, not a set, not a sexy name, but it was obviously the perfect fit. It's like, it's like Colorado and uh, Koliakovo or Cogliano. Sorry. When they won the cup a couple years ago, I mean, like everyone shit on that. Like, what are they doing? Well, you fucking great fourth liner. Yeah. And you can make trades similar to that uh, for this upcoming uh, trade deadline. I mean, I know we're very far ahead of ourselves, but you're in a good position to make trades like that and add like little pieces or uh, subtract little pieces. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you're even a playoff team. You want to make a run. You expect to make a run, but you still dump off a guy like Forbert or something and you Grizzlick or guys who one of the guys who because you got to imagine there's probably a chance that Grizzly comes back, but there's definitely not. I don't see Forbort resigning. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those guys, I don't think Zaboro will get traded. I mean, unless they'd be, I, they'd be so the dumb trade. not to fucking work it out with him this year. Yeah, like, you gotta, it, it, it'd be the dumbest thing that Donnie could do. No, yeah, you, you have to figure that out, but. Um, okay, so here oh, load, you got to imagine they're going to load off one of the pieces on the back end. I mean, you got a log jam on the left side. You you open up salary, yes, but then you like the value goes up. That say a Western Conference team needs a guy like Derek Forbert, like you know Edmonton Oilers, a team like that. Like they're going to dish out a first for that if there's other teams interested. I don't I think Ben Sherratt. Yeah, Ben Sherratt, awful Sh- player. Went for a first and a third and a prospect. Awful defense. I, I would be happy even getting the second for him, but all also all depends on his play this season and yeah. <laughs> where we are, where everyone else is. And like, I mean, it's the who, funniest part it all depends on Forbert's play this season. If we could get something good for, well, him. if if you're getting regular season forward, yeah, or playoff forward. But like you said, like he's like your Bogosian, your Sherrod, like those guys that go for first to third at the deadline because a team panics and don't doesn't have a third line left defenseman, and you need three pairs of defense going into the playoffs plus an extra set. Like it's been proven time and time again. This is my thing that no one's thinking about. Look at Florida last year. They were fucking, people were laughing at them the way they played their off season. They went to the cup finals. Yeah. We didn't go out and get our Matthew Kachuk, but we signed him mid season last season. And that's David Pasternak. Like, yes, we don't have a Sasha Barkov, but like it, there's other like maybe Zaka can take that next step. Like like what I'm saying is like it's a comp- copycat league and 
you see a team like Florida go all the way with signing Mark Stahl as their fucking third pairing left defenseman and Mark Stahl as their fourth line center. Like we're in that same boat this year. We just got to hope that these like Marshawn said in his interview the other day, everyone wants to go young, but this is a veteran league. Like you see the teams that go to the finals, they're fucking veteran heavy. These guys want to win. They put it all on the line. Like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not as worried as a lot of people this season. Like I think we, I, I hate. I'm gonna and I'm, I'm not even gonna jinx us. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, I don't. I I want to know, but I don't want to know. No, so. I was just gonna say something wild, so I'm just gonna. Leave <laughs> yeah, to myself. Don't, don't go there. But <laughs> I haven't slept in days, so we'll keep that one on the back burner. This kind of all stand off just friggin' Heinen talk too, but yeah, Heinen. Yeah, dude, the guys. Have you, heard, have you listened to something's brewing yet? Like the they, first twenty minutes, so I'm not. Where they said that Heinen was the was as close to uh, the Louisiana purchase, as big <laughs> of an impact that it's going to be on the Bruins. I I mean, you could tell friggin' Sully had an extra pep in his step. Yeah. In that episode, he was all fired like up, rushed it at t- trivia. I also I like how Mel mentioned was talking about the par the. I'm using air quotes here. The yeah, part yeah. he got uh, this past weekend, Labor Day weekend, in the Cape. I don't know. Uh, he 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 parred a par three allegedly, and he no you know, proof. He, he sent he sent us a picture of the scorecard, and he put he kind of put his buddy Connor on blast too because this this you're telling me the same hole this shit golfer Mel got a par on. That his buddy was who's his buddy? I just said Connor. Connor. Connor his buddy yeah. Connor Cons. got a got an eleven on it. An yeah. eleven. Yeah, that's why I was like, "There's that's not proof. This, <laughs> that this wouldn't hold up in court." <laughs> yeah, this math ain't mathing. How and, many uh, uh, how many pumpkin fucks did he have that day? That's what was, I want to know. He was at, and he had a like later tea time too so you know he was definitely yeah. half in the bag too but dude the funniest part is he said he was 510 when he was 15 i was like i'm 510 now bro that's fucked i've been the same height since i was 14 so yeah. it's I, um, I i didn't grow till i was like 17 i think did i grew and then just fucking stopped i was lauren i was 411 i was lauren's height until I was 17 years old <laughs> Yeah, and then I just I hit five nine, and then like, all right, you're done growing. You gotta I love how people are like five nine, five ten, short kings. I'm like, bro, there's five five and five six guys out there, like Sully. Like, can we take a chill? <laughs> <laughs> and weighs a hundred pounds. <laughs> well, actually, I shouldn't say that because you do too. Uh, yeah, I weigh one fifteen, so I'm eight <laughs> by fifteen. Yeah, yeah, Heinen. He's uh, yeah. he's gonna win us the potentially cup. be a Bruin. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna take us. He's gonna win us the cup. He's gonna win the uh, Smythe. He's gonna do it all for us. Didn't Donnie say when they traded him that it was one of the hardest trades he had to do because Heinen's such a good guy and he's you know implemented himself in the I, Bruins I and really, done everything they asked. I don't really remember, but he was like a fourth round pick. I mean, yeah, he no, he was a like third or fourth round pick, maybe even fifth. I could be wrong. Yeah, and he was one of those picks, and he every year he'd it was kind of like the Jackson Nika case. Like he'd have good training camps, good preseason games, regular season come comes around, and, and I remember he was the first of Brusque. The same <laughs> the same year he got traded, the same year he got traded uh to the ducks 
what year was that? That was 2019. 2019, 2020 season. Oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it was after. The one that the COVID ended. Yeah. Yeah, because he got traded, like, right before that. I know. Uh, Like, I remember that season. He had a good camp, and we're like, okay, like, this is the year he finally goes off. And then in 58 games, he only had seven goals and 15 assists Mm -hmm. for 22 points with the Bruins. Prior to getting traded, he got traded. He had three goals and an assist for four points. So I just I remember him getting carved by Cassidy before the trade deadline. I was like, he's gone. I was like, there's no way they're keeping. You know, him. you know, a guy like Cassidy too just didn't have the patience for him. No, and At that's least... when we were like going for cups, right? Like... Yeah, I mean, I like to think we still are, but just yeah, I know. <laughs> that, um, sorry, that's of... when we were selling the farm. I mean, well, you. You you have to imagine Monty just know kind of knows what he's working. I mean, for fuck's sake, he's only he's only twenty eight. He's probably turning twenty nine throughout the season. I don't know when. Oh no, he turned twenty eight this summer. So, and that's the thing too. Even if you keep him and like say you're on the bubble of the playoffs, you could trade him at the deadline for a fourth or third. You know what I mean? Like it's he's one of those guys that you lose him in the waiver wire or it doesn't work out. You can easily just there's teams out there that need bottom six guys like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If he doesn't work out, then or Jason's a little different story. I think you send him to Pros Providence if it doesn't work out. If they yeah. do sign him, if, right? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't see him getting signed at all now. Right. I think it was a hockey, hockey I, East, right? Hockey East thing. They brought every hockey East guy yeah. in the world in. <laughs> well, like this, uh, there's no way they signed both of them. Like, there's no, no. way. I think no, the I, chase on thing is to light a fire under McGall- McLaughlin's ass and Lauco's ass and like guys like that. Yeah, similar guys like that. Oh, Sorry, bad time to yawn. But yeah, similar like guys guys on that bubble. Sure, you know, kind of light a fire under their ass. But I don't. I don't think. I mean. I don't think much of either PTO. They're obviously PTOs aren't like. You're not going to get the sexiest names. I mean, I see everyone wants to bring Kessel back, which I you, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have minded Kessel, but I would prefer Heinen over Kessel. This is my thing about Kessel. I I think he's only going to sign with a team that honors his like Iron Man streak. I I just I don't see him signing with a team that like he's not going to be in the lineup every night. Like he well, got he, really he close said, to being scratched with Vegas. I know he doesn't care. Yeah, but, like come on. No, I mean deep down you care, but also let's be real. It, when's the next time his Iron Man streak's gonna like someone's gonna even come remotely close to that? Oh yeah, you know, like that's a tough like. Like, would you be shocked if too. he went back to Arizona for the half of the season and went somewhere at the trade deadline? Yeah, because I I think he just wants to go with the contender. Yeah, how I mean, many Grant, cups does he have now? Four, three, 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 three? three. yeah. Jesus. I know, fucking, fucking hot dog. <laughs> like, dude, he's the he's the epitome of fucking the beer league athlete. Like, dude, seriously, <laughs> and not only that, like the shape he always kept himself in, and the diet how, cokes on the bench, the diet like, cokes, the fucking glizzies, and oh, he was always like a fast skater. <laughs> he was he was always a fast skater. Yeah, and he's stronger than he like than people give him credit for. 
You know what I mean? Like you, you're not a goal scorer like that in front of the net without having a little bit of strength on you. Yeah, I mean he had, the dude had some girth on him, 100. Yeah. percent Thick thighs, baby. They save lives. <laughs> Fucking right. It's live and die by that, baby. <laughs> uh, speaking of living and dying by, we got our man. Bobby fucking Brewski, another great Bobby's corner. Uh, I think we're about to shoot it over to him before we answer some of your questions. Obviously, this isn't going to be a long-winded podcast like previous ones because, I mean, probably like a week or two away from actually having shit to talk about. I know, I know, captain's practice started this week, but I mean, what do we? What can we really say about that? We're not going to break down every fucking interview that each player did throughout this week so far. It's kind of like white noise to me, so I don't. I don't think too much of it. It's just them getting the legs loose and ready to go for the season. Really, it's just some a pe- logo on the fucking middle of the ice, though. Oh, Holy shit! Instantly, I looked down and I was like, ah, "I gotta change my jeans." The fuck. <laughs> It, it was. I mean, I'm pumped that they did that thing. Looks oh, sick. So it gives do me you ex- think they leaked it by accident or on purpose? No, that's definitely on purpose. Well, everyone yeah. knows what's coming. And yeah. then on September 16th. So, what is that? Like a week from today or no? Next Sunday from, or Saturday? Next from, Sunday. A week from Saturday. Yeah. So, we still have to go two more episodes before we can even talk about it. But a week from Saturday, they're doing a whole a quick question. Uh, actually, no, I'll, I'll wait to ask it. Cause it kind of ties into one of our questions. Right. Um, but there's nothing else you want to touch on the Heinen conversation, right? Uh, no, I think we literally just spent the most time on Heinen out of every free agent that we've signed this summer. And he, yeah, has, probably, he hasn't even signed a contract yet. <laughs> probably a few more minutes than he deserved, but yeah, now we'll see what, I mean, Heinen wants a contract. He's a young buck. He still has. Oh, Oh, wait, are we going to talk about captain's practice a little more? Or was that it? Because there's one thing that was said that I was like, oh, that's sick. Or like I read, I guess. All right. Yeah. If you want to go on that. Okay. Then- so I guess Marshawn fired a puck on net and JVR like had some ridiculous through the legs tip, like old school JVR. And I guess like all the fellas on the ice were like, oh, and I was like, oh, man, JVR is getting 25 beside pasta this year. <laughs> it's over. Dude, that was, I mean. Apparently, Fuck. Shaddy looked great too, zipping around out there. Sometimes, I mean, I know we've probably talked about him almost every episode since signing, but I keep like forgetting about Shattenkirk. I know it's such a sneak. I think it might be one of the best signings this year. Million dollars for him. Yeah, that's that probably is going to be the best signing. Yeah, honestly, I mean, VR will a- be too. But- yeah, yeah. But Plus, we'll- Heinen, that's thirty. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> those sicko mode 100. <laughs> He's back, literally. That that's that's like um the video I put out the other day when you when uh over Michael Scott's face he's blasting. Yeah. I think he was blasting Lady Gaga, but I could be wrong. But he said it's Britney, bitch. I'm I'm back or something like that. Yeah, I forget yeah, what yeah. it was, but yeah. had me dying. But um. Yeah, let's shoot it over to Bobby's Corner. Another phenomenal Bobby's Corner. The dude comes, I, I think you're going to like the music as well. The dude comes out fucking buzzing. Excited buzzing. for you guys to listen to this one. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy, folks. I heard 
from the beaches of Winnipeg, under the palm trees of the West End, it's Bobby Ruski. What's going on, baby girl? How you doing? Welcome to another edition of Bobby's Corner, proudly brought to you by Primetime Productions and my boys at Only Bruins. I'm talking downtown Boosie. I'm talking primetime Boston Brad hailing from London, Ontario. It's a beautiful Friday morning. It's a beautiful Friday evening. It's a beautiful whenever you're listening to this, baby. I'm out here on the beach. I'm digging my hands into the sand. I'm watching the waves break on the shore. And the only thing I wish is that you were here with me. Watching that together. Thinking about the next couple of months, thinking about the next couple of seasons, thinking about everything that happens in between, thinking about us. I'm excited. Are you excited? Little city in color for you. We found each other in the dark. Playing this for you and me, baby. It's about us. It's about the beast. It's about the centennial season we're about to endure. I'm ready. Are you ready? What a beautiful song. A beautiful song for beautiful people, the most beautiful crowd I've ever performed in front of. And I don't even get to see you, but I can feel you, and I appreciate you. Let's talk rumors, baby. Let's talk the tea. What's your favorite kind of tea? You know what my favorite kind of tea is? I'm a lemon tea guy, all right? I love the lemon tea. But let's talk about that rumor tea, okay? I'm talking about rumors, and I ain't talking about Fleetwood Mac rumors. Great record. A record that took Fleetwood Mac into being rather successful to absolute stardom. I'm talking about the drama, all this uh, shit that went on in between that tour, and how they should make a movie on that stuff, and they should cast yours truly as Stevie Nicks, because I would absolutely bat that shit right out of the park, baby girl, and you fucking know it. I'm talking about rumors that just won't die. I'm talking about rumors that keep resurrecting and coming back. I'm talking Freddy Krueger-level rumors. I'm talking Nightmare on Elm Street 2. I'm talking Nightmare on Elm Street 3. I'm talking Nightmare on Elm Street 4. I'm talking Nightmare on Elm Street 5, all coming out nine months from each other. I'm talking Mark Shifley to the motherfucking Boston Bruins. You've heard it all summer. I've heard it all summer. I have tried to get that shit to happen. I have manifested that shit. And it not has not it has not worked. And I'm okay with that. Because of the centennial season coming up and reviewing the last episode. If you haven't listened to it yet, what are you doing? Pause this. Go back. Go listen to me and the boys hanging out. I mean at one point you had Brett literally holding this phone in one hand and a couch in the other. Okay, my brother was multitasking like a motherfucking legend. Okay? Great episode. Listen to it. You can find it at Primetime Productions, baby. But we talked a lot about line combinations because this summer has been the summer of hot takes and line combinations. And let me tell you, we have a thing that is plentiful and we have a great fucking problem. We have a thing called options, okay? We're going to the prom and we don't know who to take. What a great fucking place to be. I would love Mark Shreffley to be on the Boston Bruins. Y'all don't have any idea how fast I would order a jersey. Y'all don't know how fast I would put that jersey on and walk up and down Portage and Maine here in Winnipeg on the beach and brag to everybody about what they once had and what they have now lost. Because like all great Winnipeg things, you don't know what you got until it's gone. And you know what I'm talking about, Winnipeg. Summer. It's fucking dark out at 8.30 now. It's only going to get darker and darker as the day goes on. And summer's over. It's done. It's pumpkin spice latte season, baby. PSL. Woo-woo. 
right. I'm okay. I'm excited. Let me tell you something. I'm still in Morgan fucking uh, Wallen's. Oh, God, not Morgan Wallen. I'm still in Morgan Geeky's corner, okay? I'm pulling from my boy. All right, that guy made watching hockey 10 o'clock at night last season actually doable, and I am pulling for him. I'm fucking feeling good about it. Speaking of hot takes, I was walking today, walking to the coffee shop. It's a far walk from my place. It's about seven minutes, all right? My balls start to tingle, and I had this feeling, and I said, what if, well, he's not going to win it. Let's just get that out of the way, but if he does, that'd be cool. What if, no, 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 what if, I'm just going to say it. Charlie Coyle nominated for the Selkie Trophy this year. Charlie Coyle, top three in shorthanded goals this year. That's my prediction for Charlie Coyle this season. I'm talking bright lights, Charlie Coyle. He's not going to get the C, get that out of your head, but Charlie Coyle is absolutely going to steal the show, okay? And I am fucking here for it, all right? That guy on the penalty kill, when you're the opposing team and you see Charlie Coyle go to the box, you crack open a beer, you get your power play ready, you tell your boys, hey, man, get open on the slot, we're going to pound it to you, we're going to take over this fucking game. Now... When you go on the power fucking play and you see Charlie Coral line up at center ice, you think to yourself, you look at your teammates and go, boys, we're going to work overtime on our own fucking power play because that's how good that guy is. You want to circle back to the Jets, you take Charlie Coral, you take Tre- Frederick, you put anyone else on that fucking wing, you're going to get success. You know how good Mark Shifley would look on that wing? He would look sp- splendid. You know how good Ehlers would look on that wing? He would look splendid. Now if you're going to call Shepard Day off and you're going to try to ruffle his feathers... I say you call for Cole Perfetti and you put him on that wing with Charlotte Coyle and Trent Frederick and you watch magic happen, baby. Let's take a swig together now. hoo Let's talk about the league. Let's talk about some interesting shit that's going on. Man, I gotta tell you, I'm starting to understand the Caladubas thing. Some of the ladies of Bruins Twitter had a huge crush on this dude. And that's someone that once had short hair and once, 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 let's do that again. As someone who once had short hair, wears glasses, and wore a suit for five days a week, where the fuck were you when I was single? Because that motherfucker stole my whole fucking shit, all right? Anyways, Kyle Dubas, starting to become a fan, okay? He goes to Pittsburgh, he's trying to pick up the pieces, gets Eric Carlson, what a move. That's a swinging my fucking dick move to the wind, okay? That's letting every GM know that when he shows up to a meeting, his dick's already been in the room for five fucking minutes before he shows up, and I dig it. But my guy, Kyle Dubas, what does he do? He hires Doug fucking Wilson, formerly of the San Jose Sharks, as a senior advisor. Now, if you don't know who Doug Wilson is, that's okay. Doug Wilson was the former GM of the San Jose Sharks for forever, okay? He has a reputation in the league, and he's got a great nickname. He's called The Dentist, all right? It's a nice callback to Brian Canston on Seinfeld. You don't know what I'm talking about? Watch Seinfeld, work your way forward, catch up, all right? Unreal nickname, because the rumor goes that once Doug Wilson gets talking business with you, he owns the conversation. He's got you in the chair. It's Doug Wilson's world. You're just living in it. And by the end of that transaction, he probably got his way. To have a guy like that in their organization as they're in this weird position where they're trying to win at least one more cup and they're in a cap crunch, unreal. Great move by Kyle Dubas. Cheers to you, my guy. You got great leadership in office and you got 
so many fucking jerseys to choose from. I mean, come on. You got the 90s jerseys. You got the Snoop Dogg jerseys. I don't know what else they're fucking pulling out. They got way too many fucking jerseys. But I love it, though. Said the kid, come on, man. Get one more ring. Do it for Canada. Speaking of great jerseys, Minnesota Wild announcing that their third alternate jersey this year will be their reverse retro jersey from last year. And I got to tell you, big fan, because that only means that they're creeping for that to be their full setup as the years goes on. And let me tell you, if Minnesota does not wear that jersey, that alternate jersey, when the bees roll through town and they're beautiful unis, we're going to riot. Okay? And I like St. Paul. I mean, as a Winnipegger, a Winnipegger, can't believe I just said that. As a beacher, I should say. Um, St. Paul, man, way too clean, way too quiet on the weekends. But your team, I kind of like your team. As much as people shit on them, I'm a big Ryan Hartman guy. Okay? Fatty Maroon, gotta love it. Come at me. Yeah, I mispronounced his first name. Big fucking whoop. If he's that fucking mad about it, tell him to take his fucking three fucking Stanley Cup rings and plug his fucking ears, okay? Fuck off. Anyways, speaking of good-looking jerseys and speaking of teams that deserve recognition, join me in a round of applause for the Arizona Coyotes, everybody. Yes, in fact, the Arizona Coyotes do have a dictionary that has the word consistency in it. And they showed that they understood what that meant by extending Bill Armstrong to a multi-year contract. My guy had one year left on his deal. They extended him. Phenomenal. I know they're still playing a mullet. I know it's not the most promising place to have playoff hockey, but we all want it, and Bill looks like he might make that happen because the Pacific Division, wide open. You got the Vegas Golden Knights Stanley Cup champions, and then you've got fucking just an open sea of possibility. It looks like Bill didn't land Bedard and said, fuck it, overnight, I'm building the playoff team. So either they make the playoffs or they have endless amount of trade chips and they just build up on that stock again. And they wear the sick jerseys. And I don't mind their alternates either. Their alternates are pretty cool. Alright, I said it. I stand by it. And let me tell you, countdown's on again, boys. You got five years to put it back together for Austin Matthews. Second chances, man. Fuck, how many organizations get as many chances as the Arizona Coyotes have gotten, eh? Shout out to them, though. Whew, take a deep breath, eh? I had to catch it. How you feeling so far? I'm feeling good. Let's get heavy. Let's get real. I went for a hot girl walk tonight. I still do that. It has to happen. Boss babe material. Not a big deal. I was listening to the boys of Something Brewing when I was walking. Check it out on Primetime Productions, will ya? One of my favorite things to do on my hot girl walk is to hit up free libraries in my neighborhood. Because there's a bunch. And I try my best to donate the books that I'm done with and haven't touched in a while. And I only do that because I also like to take books. Now, I found some good ones in my time. Tonight, I found a Hunter S. Thompson book, which is pretty fucking rad. Shout out to my boy Hunter. <laughs> but while I found that, I found a homemade, like, five-star notebook that had Sharpie written on it, and it said, Book of Shadows. I posted it on my Twitter. You can check it out on there. And I couldn't resist the uh, temptation to look through it. But inside of it were, like, handwritten spells and rituals. But as I was creeping through it, it was all, like, positive shit. It was, like, positive affirmations and, like, 
good time spells. Didn't think I like I knew like white witches were a thing because I had a white witch put a cat uh, put a hex on me one time. True story. We'll talk about it another time. So I knew it was a thing. The temptation to take that book was at an all time high. But spades a spade. I don't fuck with witchcraft. Okay. I don't know if I believe in it, but I know enough about it not to fuck with it. And I thought, let someone else play around with this fucking magic. I don't know enough about it. I'm not going to do it, okay? So, But as I'm walking away and I got my Sick Hunter S. Thompson book, my the, the gears in my brain start spinning and I go, hey, why don't I go back and take that book and kind of study it? Because following back with last week, as Sarah mentioned, the garden's hexed. Someone, someone cursed the garden. I don't know who it is. Now, if an indigenous motherfucker rolled through the garden with some good vibes and a fucking book of shadows, I might be able to help out with that shit. I'm not going to solve it, and I'm not going to do it overnight, but I might be able to lay down the fucking brick layering to make that happen. So as I sit here at 1 o'clock in the morning, I'm still debating walking over and picking up that book because I imagine it's still there. Let me know if I should do that. Also, if you're good at witchcraft, teach me a thing or two. Let me know if I did the right decision. Because uh, I've read too many horror books. I've seen too many fucking horror movies. And I've listened to way too many episodes of the last podcast on the left. To fuck with witchcraft that I don't know much about. That's what I got for you this week, though. I'm going to do some studying, though. Okay? I'm going to watch the Conjuring movies. I'm going to find out how to fucking cast out a demon for a main environment. Because there's a motherfucker chilling at the TD Garden, and I'm sick of them. Okay? The power of Bergeron compels you. Alright? The power of Bird compels you. Get the fuck out! I know rent's tough right now. I know the housing market's tough. But you're a demon. You telling me you don't have endless amount of fucking deep pockets? Get the fuck out of here. Anyways, I'm gonna shoot it back off to the boys. But before I do that, for my Winnipeg homies, I'll be at the Park Theater Saturday night checking out Bat Sabbath. That's right, boys and girls. Cancer Bats are rolling back through town, posing as Black Sabbath. You see me in a crowd, say what's up, buy a beer. Remember, we're all in this together. Uh, the quote under us, Thompson, for every moment of triumph, for every instance of beauty, Many souls must be trampled. You've been great. I've been Bobby. Let's go bees, baby. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is another phenomenal Bobby's Corner. Our man batting the thousand still, 26 deep, still batting the thousand. Never um, misses. Never misses, but. Mr. Game 7 himself. Mr. Game 7 himself speak of three weeks. Yeah, the 28th, him and Danny Sway Daddy are going to be on an episode together with us. So hopefully that Friday you have like three or four hours cleared because it's going to be a long episode. Holy shit. We're going to have to like record at four. I'm curious if that's our most edited episode. I think it probably will be. Yeah, I'm going to be motherfucking you guys. (laughs) But, should I propose to her on that episode? What's that? <laughs> should I propose to Danny on that episode? <laughs> I have to. Spy fake ass ring. Yeah, wait, yeah. Can can Bobby get ordained online? 
<laughs> we'll have to DM him after this. Oh my God, that would be great if we just had a wedding ceremony on- <laughs> <laughs> to end off the post or the the off season. Just get Actually, married real quick. Bad, a bad, I'll text her right now. Just be like, hey, you're getting married on the 28th. By the way, wear said. something white or what is it? <laughs> yeah. Wear something blue. Um, oh fuck! Uh, no, that would be great. Actually, we'll have to work something. I know Bobby will get creative and fuck around with that too. Oh, he'll show up with a suit on, with no shirt underneath. <laughs> that would be so, just like he has no chest here at all, but just showing. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's Canadians, chest. dude. We're either the hairiest, like forest living motherfuckers, or we're just hairless. One of the two. <laughs> well, he's also. I mean, he's got like some Native American in him too. So. Yeah. They don't grow a lot of hair. Me and Bobby are blood brothers. Eskimo bros. Yeah. You guys in some fucked up world probably are too. Canada's weird. When he told me he lived in Toronto for a bit, I was like, huh, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Very interesting. You'll just have to start backtracking like crazy with him. When you guys finally meet in person you guys can talk about it for like hours on end and just i know i'm worried about meeting in the airport for the first time like i just don't want to get like kicked out or anything because i feel oh like we're God. gonna like kiss or something yeah something over the <laughs> hand job yeah. like <laughs> love is love baby let's yeah. go all right uh, so we got some questions from you beautiful folks i think we have seven uh so let's there's have some- one in here i've been thinking about all day i think i know which one you know it is um from our boot our boy stew on the island island stew oh shit that's right i forgot about that question yeah uh so i'll let you answer that one first but our first one's from our boy ace host of the two pad stack you can follow him at ace in 603 are you looking forward to any specific games this year well one i'm going to in november yeah, I mean that's a big one. Even but if it wasn't going to that one though, I would be jacked up for that one. Especially goes, after finding Revo and Lucic, I've never fought like that. Yeah. That that's the biggest circle on my calendar. But to like to actually answer the question, and this one's a layup too. But Bedard in the in the Garden for the first time, like yeah, that's that's fucking. You, it's the same thing with McDavid. Like the hype was there, right? Like it's just it's must watch hockey, and that's why you play every team two times. Do you think he's? I know he's going to be a good player. Don't get me wrong. Do you think he's getting overhyped though? Like I, mean, I, I have Fantilli winning the Calder. I think Fantilli has more of a success between Grudrow and uh, Johnny Hockey and uh, Line than Bedard has with Hall and who the fuck's playing on his right. Yeah, no, that's actually a good point. But Bedard, I mean, he's gonna have seventy-five power play points. But like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck does that mean? Yeah, where's the uh, five-on-five points? But I mean, I am very much looking forward to that one. Uh, the one we're going to, obviously. As far as anything, I mean, it's always exciting when Bruins and Bruins and um, Toronto play each other for the first time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always you, like a little bit more buzz than usual. And... You know what? You know what game I actually am excited for? Okay, so all three of these are layups, but like we didn't play Montreal till like in April last year, March. Remember that? Oh shit, that's right. I would like to play Montreal four times this year. I'm excited for that. 
because those games are always good. Like even when we played them, yeah, we killed them the one game, but like yeah. the other two were qu- quite like very good. Uh, actually, PTSD Bergeron got cross checked. That game sucked. <laughs> that was the game we beat them like seven one, right? Uh, I think that's why he left the game. I don't probably know. wrong. Bobby, Bobby will correct me. Yeah, but I mean, looking at the schedule itself too, I mean, I think a lot of games against divisional opponents will be fun and something to look forward to because it's going to be oh, Tampa's good, Florida's good. I was Buffalo. just going to say the first Panthers game, that'll be fun. They knocked us out of yeah. the playoffs and went to the finals. Yeah, what does that happen in November, I think? Yeah, we normally take the Florida trip mid-November, I think, before we go on the West Coast trip. Oh shit! Standing. It's like Florida, Carolina, Tampa. It towards the end of um, whatever it's called, you get that Florida trip. Mm. It's a Monday and Wednesday. Yeah, that first one's on TNT, of course. Fuck! I'll have to go to the bar for that because I don't get TNT at home. This is me pretending to be upset about that. Mm. Ugh, but... I even get TNT at home, and I'm Canadian. TNT, fuck it. I mean, I I like what they're doing with it, but I hate they're, that they're gonna inf- interfere with our stream night. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Bruins a... play like almost every game on TNT this year, dude. What is it? Fifteen games they have like nationally, and, and I'm pretty sure like eleven of them are on TNT, and the other four are on ESPN or something. Jesus, that's a lot. Yeah. And then you, um, Arizona got one. I meant Dude, to bring that fucking up. Ottawa, I think Ottawa, Calgary, Winnipeg got none. Yeah, a lot. Well, because they also have hockey night in Canada. Dude, the Islanders have 13. I don't want to yeah, watch no. the Islanders ever. No, but... no, God, no. I don't care if they're a playoff team or not. <laughs> you just that. did the Michael Scott. No, God, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just start yelling. No. <laughs> Uh, our next question is from our boy Tommy Bennett, uh, host of Running Running with the Devils pod. Great guy, um, great podcast. I'm loving that pod, pod right now. Yeah, no, it's been great, especially like as not a Devils fan. It's and they're they're going to be an exciting team this uh, mm-hmm. upcoming season too. So uh, make sure you check out that pod podcast. It's called Running with the Devils. Or well, running with the devil's pod. Great guy, great pod. If you're just interested to hear input on other teams, because I mean, New Jersey, New Jersey's got something special this upcoming season. But he breaks it down. He does a great job with it. He just released an episode today, so make sure you go check that out. But our boy Tommy Bennett at TJ Bennett thirty seven. Who do you think makes a lineup for the bottom six? Personally, I think Heinen and McLaughlin. I think Heinen. I don't think McLaughlin. So he's looking at it as this is my thing. Like, I think when you look at it like this, it's a bit easier. Frederick and Geek, from what Montgomery said, the top six is Frederick and Geeky are locks. I'm pretty sure Lucic is locked to start the season. They wouldn't bring him in and Uh, at least to start the season. Yeah, because they want to make money too. Yeah. So there's that. Like, I think if Lucic gets sent down or anything like that or scratched, it's after that Toronto game or like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a month or so into the season. So there's three locks. So you're looking at three guys to fill the bottom six, right? Yes. Yeah. So I think Heinen gets signed if he has a good camp. So there's a guy for the third line. And then I have Lauko, 
and you could put anyone in that center position. McLaughlin, Beecher, Bovquist, Brown. Like I heard the something Bruins boys say that Brown has a really good faceoff percentage and he's right-handed. We only have one right-handed centerman. Uh, that's a good point. Oh no, Geeky's a right-handed centerman. Never mind. Yeah, Geeky. Um, and Coyle. Yeah, yeah, Coyle, yeah Coyle. Coyle was the one, and then I forgot we had Geeky. Uh, but so I maybe mean, they do with go with a Boquist or Beecher. Because, like, I, how do you send Lauco down after what a fucking soldier he was for you last year? Yeah, I know you can't sit. I, I don't think he's waiver exempt either. So, like, he would uh, yeah. he, get claimed pretty And well. we talked, we talked too that his contract's pretty much built. Like, he needs to make the roster this year. Or he's only going to make like 40 grand in the AHL. Fuck. That's like, yeah. And he did that. Like, that to me is like, okay, you're buying into this. You know what I mean? Man, if he could make the roster too, I mean, which I think he will, I think he's basically penciled in but i mean he's so cheap mm-hmm. he's so cheap he's he's a wrecking i mean he's not really a wrecking ball but drawn he's penalties got, he's got per one minutes. motor out there yeah like he's got one motor out there dude like the guy just buzzes around he, he had a tough playing. playoffs but like fuck man who didn't literally hall and bertuzzi the only guys that did, like showed up in the playoffs it felt like and they're both gone yeah yeah, uh, yeah, that that's fair. Because like I saw people saying that like Lauko was trash in the playoffs. Like, bro, he played two of his first ever playoff games. Like, yeah, you can't give the kid a break. Like the same people are saying Pasternak sucks in the playoffs when he's averaging a point per game or just plus thirty five. Plus thirty. <laughs> Come on, guys, get real here. Uh... But that's a bottom six. I I tend to agree with. I mean, a lot of people have. Frederick penciled in in the top six, but I I think he's a middle six kind of guy. I don't see him on the fourth line at all, but you've talked me out of that one. You got to give JVR the shot. Yeah, he's a veteran, man. He's just he his knees better. I saw reports from um, captain's practice that his knees like he's feeling great on his knees, which is good because that's what's been bugging him the past couple years in Philly. Yeah, he's been injury prone lately. So, I mean, if Obviously, he gets injured next man up, and maybe Frederick can get his time to shine in the top six and get some talk, top six minutes. I just uh, you, but you, you you never wish injury on players, but I think Donnie is assuming injuries this year, and he's covered his bases. Well, I mean, think about how lucky we were last season after everyone came back. Like after, uh, yeah, after everyone came back, who got hurt? DeBrusque, uh, Lindholm. And Forbert, yeah, and I guess but the, those other two were until the end. Yeah, I guess Bergeron. Yeah, those last three were at the end of the season. So DeBrusque was the only guy that got. Oh, Swayman, Swayman got hurt. Oh, at the beginning of the season, yeah, yeah, because Allmark stepped the fuck so, up. I mean, yeah, I mean, we've talked about it before. That's why Zaboral has got like twelve games last season. Actually, twenty-two to be exact. <laughs> yeah, um, which felt like seven and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was oh, Jesus twenty-two fucking games, and he was There's always no healthy. way. There's no healthy. way. That's a lie. There's no fucking way. That's wild. Uh, I so. remember one, the Philly game. I that don't... game, that game, we won. Like it's where Pastor should have got like eight goals when they were oh, yes, yes, him yes, all yes. game. Oh yeah, he'd hit the net, and it was just an automatic goal. Yeah. No, I remember that. Um. But as far as the bottom six, though, I, I like assuming that I don't see McLaughlin 
making it out of camp because he kind of struggled with Providence last year. Uh, but I do like his motor. He's got a high motor. McLaughlin plays hard. I think he's waiver exempt. I could be wrong. Yes, I th- I th- no, I think you're right. Last year. Yes, I think he's waiver exempt. Heinen is a guy who I think could thrive under under Monty, as we've already kind of talked about. Like, man, the speed of Heinen with Kiki and Frederick is that kind is of intriguing me. Too. Yeah. If he can yeah. feed Frederick, Frederick for that one-timer, too. Or even just get Frederick's big body in front of the net and then let those and he can get some greasy goals. I mean, those are two guys with decent shots and some speed that can create some open ice for a guy like Frederick as well. Frederick's got that big body. He just needs to. And personally, I think he needs to use it a little bit more this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I, I think I think the Cassidy ghost scares him a little still. Yeah, I I think just he's he has his extension. He has his he knows he's here for the next two years. I I think he's going to go into the season a little bit more confident. You know, basically building off a seventeen goal season from the season prior. He's has his contract extension. So I mean, what's there to feel in another year under uh, Montgomery, who obviously he did great under. I think not a single person. I think maybe two people get like one prediction right this year. Like, I think at the end of the year this year, we're going to look at everything and be like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I mean, that's kind of, it's kind of how I looked at last season, really. (laughs) I mean, you fucking blink. And then next thing you know, the Bruins won fucking 27 games in a row. I still can't believe Allmark lost six games last year. Like that is fucking insane. That's I my like him and Swayman and in, in when I play franchise NHL, they don't even get those good in numbers in fucking the video game. Like people keep being like video game numbers for Allmark last year. Those weren't even video game numbers. Those are like McDavid goalie numbers. Dude, Bennington had six losses in his first six games. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. true, but it's probably right. And it's five holes week, according to Brett Howard. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. You just forgot Seth. to mention that you were trying to go bar up on that or bar oh, down on that. Such just, a muffin. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's Marty trying to shoot the puck. Just. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shooting it right at him. Yeah. Whole open net just shoots it right at his gut. <laughs> but our next yeah. question is actually from uh, Marty himself, the meat yeah. man. Boo. Host of cross court coverage covering the Celtics and all NBA. Check it out. He does a great job with uh, Grace over there. Yeah, they're gearing up. Yeah. Yeah, they're. I'm excited for them. A, f- a full season. With I think their pod's going to pop. Yeah. Once Celtics Twitter comes back, I think their pod's going to fucking pop. No, they do, yeah, they do a great job, so it, it should. And I'm. But make sure you follow him at the Meat Man 253 Time to talk about who will be wearing the C as this upcoming as this upcoming season dot i don't did he mean to finish that sentence and um, when uh, i read it i thought he was talking about only bruins time oh 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 <laughs> yeah he worded it weird but i think he's talking about only oh bruins. i obviously see boosie keeping the c on his chest but has anyone stepped up for the ob for the only bruins Chelsea? oh okay Let- oh, thank, thank god because i don't want to talk about no, Bruins captain. No, no, no. I'm so which it, it is what it is, but I'll uh, tell you this it's not gonna be five assistants like Burge thinks. 
<laughs> Bearish just thinks everyone's <laughs> going to have an assist. Have an including, assist. including Greer. I heard him say it. Yeah, even Monty on the bench will have an A on his jacket. Um, no, actually, well, before we answer this question, I mean, do you, with the uh, Jersey reveal centennial thing going on September 16th, would you be surprised if they kind of announced the captain then and there? I think there will be three guys revealing the jerseys, and I think the three guys are going to be Marshawn, Pasternak, and McAvoy. That's all I'm saying. Like I don't know if I don't know if they'll reveal, but it, it would make sense to put those three guys in the in the fashion show and have them rock their new letters and the new jerseys. Maybe no, that that makes the most sense. I I don't see them announcing the captain that night. How, but how did they do it for Bergeron? Just in the locker room, and then was they it in preseason? Yeah, it was right before. Yeah, it was. Preseason, right? It was right before the season started. Yeah. Did they have the full team picked? I can't remember. Yes. Okay. Well, I yes, because remember they made the joke. Yeah, the Marshawn joke. Actually, yeah, <laughs> Bergeron almost died. I thought he was gonna retire. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but as far as the C for the only Bruins NHL twenty four team coming up, as we already have one for the twenty threes. 24 is what coming out in a month, I think. Yeah. Um, oh man, getting close. I think, oh, a month to the day, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, the sixth, so October, October 8th, right? Yeah, no, it's October 6th because it cut the pre orders October 3rd. Okay, so just under, just under. Yeah, nice. I can't, I can't fucking wait, but uh, four more streams and we're out, baby. Got some dubs last night, but we're. Just staying in Division One, something's ruined. Can't say shit about that. Fucking boat. Ace tried to throw the game a couple times because of his new two pad stack streams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not entertaining <laughs> if you win six nothing. You need to win six four. Yeah. Has anyone stepped up for the only Bruins Chell team to get an A? Well, it depends how we do it this year because if you're gonna associate with the primetime team. Because I'm not gonna associate like I'm just gonna get invited if I ever play with the primetime team. I'm gonna keep my stats and only Bruins just so we have our own team to play with. Yeah. But if we are talking about step ups, I think like what are you doing? Are you gonna are you gonna lock yourself to the only Bruins team or are you gonna go primetime? Uh no, I'd have to go primetime because I want to play yeah. Sully and Mel. So. Yeah, so yeah. Is Marty asking if he's the new captain? Like, is this what we're getting at right now? <laughs> I don't know. Who it's not gonna be me. Is. I can't I can't self-appoint. Maybe we'll do a poll online for the people that uh watch the only Bruins stream and stuff, get the fans interacting. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Maybe next week we'll we'll just kind of call it out on the stream too. Yeah. Oh, actually, because I think Army's there next stream. No, but he has stepped up a lot, you know. He has, and he has shot a lot of pucks into the goalie's chest, which is huge for that. us. Yeah, yeah. I think um, we might roll three A's or five, as Birch says. Yeah, no, let's let's go with seven. Yeah, <laughs> let's go seven. Five isn't enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good really, question. It's. Any given night, it could be someone else. Because I think on prime time, it's going to be you, Mel, and Sully with the letters, right? Yeah, I don't know. Most I, likely. I don't really. I think you gave me the C. I don't. Even, <laughs> I, I can never make the C of my own for my team. 
Yeah, I don't, I feel weird. It's, I always forget I have it till like Marty reminds us. Till yeah, till you sewer Marty. <laughs> yeah, and it's like thanks, Cap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shame, I mean, shame kink activated. Yeah, but he, he takes it because he knows it's well deserved. Yeah, we'll 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 figure it out. We'll get back to Marty on that one. Yeah, that we'll have to. That's not an easy question. We'll have we'll to do dive. something fun. Yeah, we got to dive into it a little bit more, but. Stu, our boy Stu. I'm not going to try Island to Stu. again. Island Stu. Gun to your head. You have to rock a jersey hat combo of two teams, not including the Bruins. Which two do you go with? So you're telling me my jersey has to be different from the hat as well? Yeah, so like I was thinking jersey, but yeah, jersey, jersey. So yeah, like, same thing. Yeah, yeah. So a different combo for hat and jersey. Um, see that I asked him because my go-to is I, I rock a Blackhawks snapback in my Bulls jersey. I love that combo, the red and black and red and black. It fucking yeah. pops. But he said NHL only, so I'm gonna go with uh rocking my Arizona Coyotes Kachina hat or whatever it's called with the Ottawa Senators black jersey. Oh. I'm gonna it doesn't match. I tried. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not really more I'm not really thinking about man. I mean guys don't match anyways, but I'm not uh, really unless you have OCD. Yeah. <laughs> uh I mean I definitely I'm probably going Nashville hat. Ooh, the Smashville one? The Smashville one, because I actually yeah. have one. Yeah. But they're also like kind of my second team. When I went there in 20. God, I forget what year it was. The first year I went there, I went to a game. And I'm like, this is my second team. So the year they made the Stanley Cup run. Mm-hmm. I forget what year. 2017. 2018, yeah. Went there for the first time, had a blast. Uh, went to a game. Sick, sick venue. Uh, so i probably go hat. <sighs> yeah, hat. And then as far as jersey. Oh, man. Oh God, this is t- this is tough because I don't want to choose someone in the I d- I don't want to choose someone in the division. I was gonna say because that hat with a Buffalo Sabers blue jersey would look fucking sick. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking. I was yeah. also thinking like reverse retro. Oh yeah, Sabers. You know the white. Yeah, but also I mean, go out west. Take a swim at West. Yeah, but the Rangers jerseys are sick too. Uh, yeah, that's why yeah, I'm, like, I'm like trying to think of West because I don't want to go Kachino like you did. Well, yeah, you did snap back, but oh, give me, give me an Anaheim Ducks reverse retro ooh. or not the reverse retro because that's orange. Give me the the, just the, the white. The fr- yeah, the the, the old school yeah. Mighty Ducks one. Yeah, Timo Solani kind of fucking. Well, I yeah. guess he played on both teams that had two different logos. But yeah, give me yeah, that combo. True. Yeah, that's a fucking good one. That is a either, good one. Either or a flip flop. If I if I were to flip flop them, it would be the Winter Classic ones they had. Or maybe it was, no, was it Stadium Series they did? The white ones that they had With in the Nashville? cursive? Was that Stadium Series? That was, yeah, against Dallas. Dallas wore those green ones. Oh, it's one with the D stars. 
got kicked out. Um, oh yeah, Corey Perry. Yeah, Perry, the walk of shame. Yeah, the yeah. longest walk of shame of I've ever so, seen. The, those jerseys and like uh, in a Mighty Ducks snapback, whatever lid. They, either yeah, either one can't like whichever one you want to rock as a jersey and hat can't go wrong with either of those. They fuck. Anaheim made the biggest mistake switching this logo up, but I, I, I don't know how they're having their thirtieth season and they still haven't gone back to and the they, fucking original. They still suck. Yeah, but I like that question. Yeah, it was a good question. It keeps you on your toes. This next one actually keeps you on your toes. Or... Maybe, maybe he saw uh, Hales shout us out for the fashion thing, and he was like, "I gotta get put the boys on blast here." <laughs> oh, about their fashion? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Which is funny because you and me obviously voted differently too, which is funny. I'm kind of curious what Bobby voted now. We'll have to ask after. But our buddy, Zach Taranko, I like to call him Zach Tarasenko. You can follow him at Zach underscore Taranko. He's currently in his freshman year at Quinnipiac, um, making Nick Belanson proud over there. I was going to say, I don't know if I know anybody who's ever been to Quinnipiac. And like, <laughs> and like proud of it. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, they won the nat. They're they're natty champs, baby. Yeah, that's. I just hate how much Mel loves them, but I'm happy for our buddy Zach. He's a he's a great dude. Excited for his future there. It's a it's it's yeah. a great school too. So, oh yeah. Uh, too bad Mel isn't doing shit with that degree. But yeah, he sucks. He's been in. He's no, been out of no, college. Like yeah. Two- did did nothing with the degree. Made one of the sickest websites I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't learn shit. But <laughs> if you were offered a free eighteen hole game at your favorite golf course, but it was a blistery ninety five degree day with no clouds, would you play? Ah, uh, fuck yeah, I would. Wait, what was the question again? Sorry. If you were offered a free eighteen hole game. At your favorite golf course, but it was a blistering 95 degree day. So that would be like. Oh, it's uh, like 32 here. Yeah. So what is that? Times two. Yeah. Like 32, 35, whatever, something like that. So. What's the Humidex what, that day? I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach, you got to be a little bit more specific here, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I need um, to know how much beer I'm bringing to this hypothetical. I thing. would. Yeah, I, I mean, I would fucking buy the I would buy the beer cart girls golf cart. Just like you can go home for the day. This is actually my golf cart. Some I'm witty nips. Oh man, I had a. Uh, well, I had them when I golfed with Sully, Mel, and my boy Nestor. So Mel just never had one, right? Because they're birdie juice. Well, we we only we all only had one because who was a uh, Sully? Sully made a uh, Sully made a. No, I think he made a par, actually. I don't even know if it was a birdie, but we were just like, all right, well, this is the closest. No, it was a birdie, actually. And we're like, all right, well, we're all going to celebrate with you. And I, I think I did make a joke saying, like, Mel's never going to get close and neither is Nest or something. I, something like that. <laughs> but, yeah, we all – I hadn't had one all summer, actually, and that shit hit different. It, like, woke me – it, like, smacked me in the face, woke me up. It was delicious, but – yeah, no, I, I would absolutely do that. I would just be fucking shit-faced, so I – Mm-hmm. It, I don't know if I'd finish it. I might I pass. I've done it before, to be yeah, honest. It's just another Saturday for me. I no. Ooh, okay. I, so uh, like uh, the last time, so like a few years ago, I went to the Pats game. It was like ninety degrees out that day. They had a Sunday afternoon game in September against the Texans. It's when 
what's it's when Gillette ran out of water there. So oh, I was like, yeah. all right, well, I'm just going to keep buying beer. I just kept buying beer after tailgating all morning, sitting in the sun. I I think I have a picture of how bad my sunburn was. So, I mean, if I can, but golf, you're moving around a little bit more. I mean, I, I'm obviously not passing that up though. You give me fucking a free 18, 18 round, uh, free 18 hole game round, however you want to call it at like place like granite links, save myself basically 200 bucks. Fucking I'm taking that. Let's another chance at a hole in one, baby. Let's open this question up a little more. What, what four, what three other guys are you bringing with you on a foursome that have played on the Bruins last year or are going to play on the Bruins this year? Like I would go with Felino, Swayman, and pasta probably but that's a layup i'm going pasta felino because those know, two just are locks yeah <laughs> if i need a third if i need a third based off from last year's team or this year oh man um mcavoy maybe i feel like he likes to get oh, after yeah. a little bit yeah yeah oh yeah yeah, I was thinking Hall might be fun on a golf course away from everybody too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems like once in a while he can he can go full throttle. I mean, if you're thinking Bruins all time, like three oh. guys. <laughs> I mean, I think I think it's pretty easy. It's Bergeron, or and Bork, right? Like easy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're all we're all. Or, or you got Bobby Brewskis. He'd probably have Bolesky, Paye. And uh, fuck, who's another one? Um, fuck, Mazaros, that defense. Spooner. Yeah, Spooner. Spooner, Grithic, and Bolesky. Yeah. Yeah, because he's a sick fuck like that. (laughs) Um, Our next question is from Bees Memes himself. Follow him at Big Bad Bees Memes. I like this question. It is right up our alley. What are your top three beers in honor of Beer Lovers Day? I'll let you go first. Okay, well, and, uh, you, uh, everyone knows what I'm going with. Bush, Bud Latte, Strawberry Lemonade. And I think I'm going to go imported for the next. Uh, my third is um, Miller Genuine Draft. I think that's my favorite beer of all time. MGD. Oh man, I haven't had one of those in a while. One of those in a bottle, dude. Oh, fuck off. A bottle? Yeah. I'm white trash, man. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. I'm white trash. But yeah, that's <laughs> my that's my three. Um MGD, Bud Latte, Strawberry Lemonade, and my boy Bush. Yeah, you love your bushes, actually. That is right. Yeah. yeah. I would have to go. Obviously, numero uno would have to be the goat itself, Heineken Silvers, baby. Those things fuck. Cast gas. Ah, cast gas, baby. That's right. Mango carts, great summer beer. And, oh, third one. Fuck, I'm, I'm torn because it's like, it also really depends on the time of year. Like, if, if today was a typical fall day, if today was a typical fall day, uh, 
like it, you know, typically is after Labor Day weekend. Like, I would have to say, like, like right now, I'd be like, oh yeah, shipyard pumpkin beer or like some pumpkin beer with the rim. But like, I don't like, the, like, I don't think the beer itself is that good. It's just a good it's old fucking rim year. job. Yeah, the time of the year, the rim job. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go and pour. I'm gonna switch my MGD for Stella. A nice glass of Stella is always fucking nice. You know, I, I'll, I'll do one import. I'll have to go with the OG itself, as domestic as this beer gets, but I do fucking love it. Miller lattes, dude. Yeah, Miller lattes, man. I love Miller Light. Oh, they're the never, best. Never had a bad day when you've had one of those before. But I, I was trying to stay away from domestic beer. I know it's so hard because we're so white trash. I know, but those are really <laughs> like those are those are like the three beers I like will buy. That well, I went white, I went bush, white trash. I'll switch my MGD to Stella to make one import. And then like my <laughs> summer flavored beer would be strawberry lemonade bud latte. Yeah, that's the like that's me with mango cards behind silvers you can drink year round. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do love a good Labatt Blue too. Ooh. No, I'm going to stick with Miller Lite, man. That's my ride or die right there. The only, yo, no beer is safe logo. <laughs> <laughs> and our last question is from our shit. I always fuck up his name too. Steve met. How the fuck do you say your last name? Steve, who? Oh, Mac. Mac. Uh, fuck. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, fuck. I don't know how to pronounce it. Hold on. Mac. I don't even know. I'm trying to. We do this once an episode with someone's last name. Oh, yeah. I'm terrible with names. Mac Erin? No. Mac Erin? Mac Erin? No way. Mac Mac E.A. Erkin. I don't know, man. That's uh, tough. Please send just like Stu, please send us a video of your last name. <laughs> <laughs> Follow him on Twitter at Steve J Mace M A C E. Uh he's got a brilliant. We'll, we'll just call him himself. Steve Mackey. Yeah, I like that. Steve Mackey. I like that. Yeah. Uh make sure you follow him. Uh he's got a Bruins podcast himself, does a great job. He for the most part posts weekly episodes, so Another Bruins pod that you guys can get used to. Bruins fan cast. What do you say the chances are uh, are of Heinen making the team? I think he could be effective fourth liner for us. I think the chances, if you want to put a percentage on it, was it 75%, 80? I would say of him. It's it's kind of tough I to would. say, but I mean, if I'm going with my gut, I, I want to say like 99. Yeah, if I'm going with my gut, Okay, this is my thing. He probably could have went somewhere else and got signed. We probably can't make this the signing happen today because PTO process is a lot different than just signing a free agent. Um, he gets on the ice, the Monty thing. Like, I, uh, I don't deal in absolutes because that's for Siths only. But I, I think there's. Very real, but I'm gonna go 88%. Give him a pass to special. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think he's on the Bruins opening night roster. Beside, and I'll even double down beside Frederick and Geeky. Oh, I like that. 
I like that line. Something to work with there. But yeah, I, I think we're both in agreement. Yeah, I, I, very I, yeah, high. I'm like I'm, I'm trying to think like on the spot here, which obviously never goes well for me. But <laughs> can't even say people's last names, let alone yeah, I know. thoughts. <laughs> here I am trying to put out a whole episode, fucking talking. Yeah, I but said to so- someone today, I was like, I can't even read, dude. <laughs> I can't read or talk, and yet I still put out a fucking podcast. I don't know how or why I do this to myself, but well, we do it. Uh, yeah, no, I like that though. I think he makes a team. I'm gonna go. I'll I'll put eighty eighty. Yeah, I'll I'll go eighty percent. I think, I think they signed him to this PTO with the intentions of signing him. Ah. Uh, regardless of his play i just think they're trying to figure out the money in the meantime Mm -hmm. you can get him he's allowed to practice with the fellas if he's on a pto perfect whereas if you're not you can't skate with any nhl teams i'm pretty sure right like it makes sense yeah just good business so i don't really uh like see the chase on one for me now after this signing i'm like i wouldn't be shocked if another team signs chase on um, and this was him. He's a Boston guy, right? Or he's a New England guy. And this yeah. was him just like coming and skating with the fellas, you know, for a couple weeks here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I know. I you almost like I wonder if you saw that and heard that news. He was like, oh fuck. Fuck. <laughs> you know? <laughs> just a quick fuck. Yeah, yeah, like oh shit. Now I never get to play like that scene from uh that scene from uh the longest yard. Fuck, what's his name? Oh um Spanish dude, I fucking forget his name. Yeah, but he sees like all the guys walk out to yeah, 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 yeah. and he's like oh. but butterfingers, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I had that popcorn today. Now I'll never get to play <laughs> all time. I, I I quote that line all the time. <laughs> but that's probably what went through his head when he saw the uh Saw the uh, PTO announcement for Heinen. Dude, just think about Greer. Now he's yeah, having no. a boy the day before. Greer doesn't even seem phased. He, he had the boys over for his gender reveal. He's yeah, just like, a great fucking time. That's the thing, too. Like Greer's in the last year. Like It was a, two, it was a two-year contract, yeah. right? It's like, it's going to be... Like, do they tell Lauko to marinate? I don't know. I just... I, I don't know. I'm just projecting this lineup and projecting uh like having predictions for this year is going to be impossible no it, it really is like impossible it's the first year and however many years that uh that you're gonna like you don't you can't put together one line really like the only thing that's for certain is that all mark and, and swayman are going to be your one and two yeah <laughs> like i he, think the d Top four D are carved out, right? Grizzlick, McAvoy, Lindholm, Carlo. And then Shaddy yeah. fifth. Yeah, the those are carved out, but it's more so like who do they end up playing with? Mm-hmm. You, like you know what you have on the back end for the most part. Uh it's these forwards and lines that are really gonna throw you for a loop. The only thing I'm curious about is is Swayman gonna play game two of the playoffs? Like this means nothing if Swayman doesn't play two game game two of the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'm sorry, I'm still hung well, up. I on mean, that you, from you last heard year. about like obviously they make it, say they make it to the postseason this upcoming season. 
you uh you have to imagine that going into the playoffs they're just gonna go one a one b alternate rather yeah, than all the rascators out there dude used to play 70 fucking games and go to the cup final you know what i mean like these goalies are have a hard time playing 50 now yeah no even rask was talking about it too like, like it's like it's insane like fucking allmark unbelievable season gets hurt in the second last game and that's it it's over 50 games just yeah, wild Man, fuck. it's wild. Like, think. remember Marty Turco? He used to play like eighty games a year Marty when he was on Dallas. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the few goalies who can kind of still do it, but you see him starting to get more fatigued later in the season and come playoff time is uh, the freak himself, fucking Vasilevsky over there in mm, Tampa. Like, the cat. how many? How many other people can do that now? Yeah, Brian Elliott's your backup, and you're just okay with that going into the season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you kind of have to, well, because you're so tight against the salary cap. Yeah, yeah like, hey, Vasilevs- like Vasilevsky sees who his backup is. He's like, fuck, I'm I'm in for another 72 games this year. Yeah, he yeah. makes $9 million, though, so. Like, yeah. So. I think Carey Price was the last guy to do it successfully, right? Like, do that Broder style of yeah, play, but play then every he, game. Yeah he started to get injury prone and it just like, obviously he's been dealing with his own shit anyways, but yeah, he, yeah. I want to say, I mean, even the year, what was it? The year Tim Thomas, 2011, how many did he play that regular season? No, actually that was a pretty even split. I think. I think Rask. Yeah. Cause Tim Thomas got hurt, right? I'm going to have to go back and look, but I know- didn't, he didn't have the best year either. Cause that's why everyone shits on how he won the cup on the bench. It's like, he didn't yeah. even do anything in the regular season. It's like, bro, we got to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> he did his know. job. <laughs> 2010, 2011. Yeah. He played 57 games. Yeah. Like all Mark, what all Mark played 52 this year, right? Something like that. Yeah. But be- also because Swayman was hurt too. Like he would he wouldn't have played that many games. You, I was gonna say you think it's 41-41 this year if they're both healthy? If not that one give or take a game or two, but yeah. My thing is you have to play Swayman against like the, the heavies in the Atlantic this year. Like remember last year they only gave the um what's it called? The well, yeah, because you're you're riding with the Hawk goaltender at that point. But yeah, yeah, 2010, yeah, 2011 to could play 29 oh the season before he played 45 so yeah, yeah. I don't. his rookie season 0910 you never know man Omar could be a, on a fucking different team after the trade deadline like it's it this season's so unpredictable i know it, it really like anything's up for grabs really right yeah. other i think the only people that you don't have to worry about losing are pasta marshy lindholm Lindholm and McAvoy. I think they're the only one with no trades clause right now, right? Because I think all marks changed after July one. Yeah, his is limited now. Yeah, I think I think it fell. I think it's a twenty two. No, it's fifteen. Yeah, or whatever sixteen, whatever half the league is. Yeah, I'm just naming fucking the first number that comes to my head. I guess twenty (laughs) one. You ever seen that video where that kid's like, "What's nine plus ten? He asked his brother, "What's nine plus 
and the kid doesn't even hesitate. He's like, 21. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you stupid. No, it's not. He's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> Fucking that video's all time. Just the way. Oh, he, yeah. He was so confident in it, too. 21. Oh, man. Now it's going to be stuck in my head. But yeah, it's it's going to be a different season than we've as far. I mean, how far back do you have to go to like try to think of like going into training camp? How the question marks around your team, not bad question marks, but just who's going to end up where and how's it going to end up? Yeah. We haven't we haven't had that discussion in, in forever. You're the Boston Bruins. You've been fortunate enough to be blessed with a guy like Marshan, guys like David Krejci, uh, like all Bergeron. like Bert. Well, yeah, well, Bergeron obviously. Uh, yeah, Chara, McAvoy. You've always had a number one goaltender. You've always had a good goaltender duo. So you have that. So, but like this year, just. My thing that no one's talking about is like, yeah, like I'm I'm excited to see Geeky, but if I've said this on the live stream the other night, if it doesn't fucking work, <laughs> it's your third yeah. line center right there. Like that was Coil. That was one that, thing we could count on every year. Coil's playing three line C. But if he doesn't work, it's cheap money too. Yeah. He that's a tradable piece. That's a piece mm-hmm. that people could eat. I mean, even if you have to eat up half the salary, it's only a million. I still can't believe Seattle made him walk. I think he's gonna thrive on this new the new minutes. Like he had, he yeah. averaged ten minutes a night last year. Like n- no sick and Greer ma- averaged like fourteen. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, uh, yeah. I I think and Geeky still put he, up thirty he, points. Yeah, I, I think he'll especially under Monty's system. I think he'll be pretty productive. You know, I saw his his puck controls like off the chains. That's one thing. I mean, he looks like Coil. To be honest, yeah, very much like Coil. I love that. Yeah, I'm excited for the pink oh. visor. Not gonna lie, is that what he rocks? Yeah, because he's had concussion issues, so he's granted the pink visor because it helps like tint the light. Yeah, yeah. Con- That's uh, why I headaches. remember when uh, when what's his name came back from the injury, uh, the concussion. That's Shvetchnikov. Jesus. Shvetchnikov. Oh yeah, Shvetchnikov. Yeah. Um, God, what's his fucking name? Lindholm. He got a little bit of tint there. Mm, yeah, he did. I, I'm, I'm surprised I, Carlo has never gone with a tint. I don't think he has. Yeah, you're right. He, I don't think he has either. But he's a man of God, I'm pretty sure. So, you know, he's putting... <laughs> yeah, I, I love that for him, honestly. just he, I, When I found out that Carlo was the team NHLPA rep... Um, at like 20, 22 or something like that. I was like, man, he's so respected in that locker room. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. No, that's – and it goes to show, like, he's a business guy. Really, yeah. right? I mean – Yeah, yeah. He's a bright guy. Oh, yeah. Also, Geeky, Geeky had a daughter in the spring. Oh, how many girl dads? Yeah, yeah we, 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 the, the cup is locked for the Boston. We, yeah. we just locked up. The, we got like Coil, Geeky. Who else is a girl dad? Someone else, right? Coil, Geeky, Pasta. Pasta, that's who it is. And then Greer's got a boy on the way. Yeah. Shit. And then we already have Matt Marshy, who's a fucking girl dad. Girl dad, boy dad, all of that. Uh, yeah. Anyone else? Um... 
I don't know what Shattenkirk has. I think he has a couple of little ones. I'm trying to think. Uh not a lot not a lot of dads on the team. If you yeah, think about it. No. Well Lucic. Oh Lucic, that's who we meant thinking. Yeah, that's so true. Uh JVR. Fuck, I don't know. Cause I don't, I don't know. know about JVR. I don't know if I, he has kids or not. McAvoy got married. He's not a yeah. thing. He'll probably post something within the next few months that she's what going. yeah. Everybody just it's fucking yeah. wedding season, yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Happens. We're back. <laughs> but um anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this up? Oh, no, I'm just killing me. Everyone will see you at the live stream next Wednesday. Um, maybe we'll do a surprise one this weekend if we're feeling some chill. Yeah, um, I, I definitely want to try to get on there more. I'm trying to fucking fix the back of this. I definitely want to try to get you're on going up your corner. cornhole first. No, second. my fucking my back is so fucked. So I'm trying to fix this fucking chair. Uh, I've, I've been fucking moving around all episode because my back is jacked up right now. Uh, you can't stand. I'm standing right now because my back is so fucked. <laughs> but yeah, no, the stream was great. It's growing. Mm-hmm. We're having a blast with you guys. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the 24. Uh, NHL 24 coming out because we'll be interacting as prime time as a team more so. So we'll have Sully, Mel, not sure if guys like Davis or Tedisco will play, uh, but we'll have some other guys. Mm-hmm. And who knows, you know, by then how many more people we have part of the team as well. I mean, as far as the prime time team who can actually play. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've had we've had fun with Army, Ace, Meat Man, time to time. Burge, not so much, but he hops on. He helps us out. Or I should air quote, helps us out. Gets penalties <laughs> in the first five minutes of the yeah. first. I love it. <laughs> they can, they can, you know, they can take chirps. They can, they oh, can. Yeah. It's, so it's funny. It's, it's funny going back and <laughs> back and forth with them. Oh, but yeah. anything else? I, as far as I'm going to get the streams, like I said, I'm going to be trying to do that a little bit more in the mm-hmm. future. But just oh yeah, the pods or the Patriots podcast. If you're a football fan, look for that dropping on prime time soon. Yeah, hopefully. Um. Oh, oh people too. won't hear it because it's tonight. Uh. But for next week, if you follow either us or something's brewing, or you don't follow us yet, and you're looking to watch other content, uh, follow the Prime Time Productions Twitch. Uh, we'll also I'm I don't know it's not in the works in the works yet, but there's. People have talked about streaming other stuff from there, like other uh, sporting games, Madden, 2K, the show, who knows, golf, who knows. So um, that's what primetime is going to be more about. You'll still see us playing hockey on there and stuff, but we're trying to expand our horizons. And the Somethings Bruins boys will be kicking off the inaugural uh, stream tonight. Uh, We've tweeted about it, so hopefully you saw it. Yes, and if you're listening Friday morning, make sure you go follow primetime prods on twitter because we have a giveaway going out for football fans um all you have to do is what like retweet and And follow follow the account and you're automatically in it for a uh, for a chance to win a hat of your favorite nfl team right it the the uh the winner will be picked today friday as you're listening 
but we're going to pick it Friday night, probably right around 6 or 7 p.m. So there's still time if you're listening Friday morning, go on Twitter, search up at primetime prods, P-R-O-D-S at the end. Follow, like, and retweet that tweet. It's up there. Uh, we'll tweet it again tonight, too, so you'll you'll see it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, let's have some fun. And we're, we'll be doing more giveaways when hockey starts up. Yeah. We will do an NHL one. Same thing with basketball. We, uh, I think we're talking about doing an NHL one and a Bruins one just because of the people okay. coming in. I, I don't know. I think Mel or Sully said that. I could be wrong. But um, well, we know there's Bruins. Yeah. Yeah, we know there's Bruins faithful coming in uh, um, into prime time, being fans, and we love you guys all for it because this is a great adventure we're on, and we're so fucking excited to get this season going. I'm pumped, man! It's the hockey's right around the corner. Hey. It's Labor Day weekend comes. It's- yeah, I'm gonna it, one of those. I'm so I'm so fucking horny for hockey to be back. Dash biz nasty. Dash <laughs> downtown boosie. <laughs> yeah, like that Michael Scott Scott yeah. quote tweeted uh quoting. Jesus quoting um Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, Jesus. You would have thought I broke into his Twitter, but <laughs> yeah, not a lot of horny tweets this uh this summer, though. I'm looking forward to no. getting back to that. It's a real tight crew, the summer Bruins crew. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. Um I'm, I'm excited. I mean, it's been a little everyone's been a little bit moody too, though, this offseason. So I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh to everyone kind of interacting with a little bit more people, uh, more Twitter interactions come this season because there's it's going to be a lot to be excited about, a lot to be from. I'm excited to get yelled at on Twitter opposed to people like being upset with me. I miss the <laughs> yelling. <laughs> yeah, it's like when your parents wouldn't yell at you, they're like, "I'm disappointed." That's what Bruins off season is like. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, those are the worst words to hear too. Oh God, I'd rather my parents scream in my face. <laughs> I <know>. I... <laughs> you can tell oh, I have man. so many issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, before we uh... or name off every issue we have, I think it's a great yeah. time to wrap this episode up. Um, anything else you'd like to say to the good folks in the Bruins community? Uh, we love you guys. Thanks for being so uh, awesome over the off season. It's been tough for everybody, but we're almost there, baby. We're almost there. We are almost there. It is right around the corner. I can fucking smell it. But ladies and gentlemen, I'll wrap it up for, I don't even know what number. I never know what number episode this is. I want to say 48. I want to say 48. I'm going to tell you in a second. Oh, yeah, 48. Episode 48. Matt Grizzlick. Grizzly. His last He's going to get traded was... tomorrow now. Yeah. Watch. I know. Fuck. <laughs> Poor bastard. Why did we say that? The Matt Grizzlick episode. Rest in peace. Uh... <laughs> He's it's not dead. He just got traded to yeah. the Anaheim Ducks. <laughs> Every, everyone pray for my boy. Ain't nothing wrong with him. He's just ugly. <laughs> uh yeah, that'll wrap it up for episode 48 of Only Bruins. It's been a pleasure talking with you, Brett, shooting the shit, talking Bruins. Bobby, thank you again for another phenomenal Bobby's Corner. Thank you to everyone who came out and checked out the stream Wednesday night on Twitch. 
Um, if you haven't checked us out yet, go on Twitch, follow it at it's just only Bruins on Twitch. You'll find us right there every Wednesday night around 6 45, 7 p.m. Um, and be and make sure you go and subscribe too because we might have more uh random pop-ups time to time as well if you want to watch a stream but also make sure you check out primetime productions on twitch as well because you'll see a little bit of everything being streamed from there so make sure you uh subscribe to both on twitch and get in on the fun on that you never know mick nick melance and melkov might start streaming fucking harry potter god i would kill him i would fuck <laughs> Kill him. If I Websites want to... down. We need a new website. Guys. Yeah, yeah. Just take the website with you and fucking go. <laughs> Alakazam yourself into non-existence. Yeah. Um, oh, fucking love all you. Right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we love you guys. Stay cool. Till next time. Peace. Go Bruins, bitch. Because I'm TNT. I'm dynamite. TNT.